Welcome to the Nen Valley Vineyard podcast. What you're about to listen to is some teaching from our Sunday services. We're a church made up of people from Wellingborough through to Oundle spread across the Nen Valley and beyond. If you want to know more about us or find out how to get involved, visit our website, which is nenvalley.church, or you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Nen Valley Vineyard. Praise God. It is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. It's always a, a blessing to be privileged to talk and present before God's people. We don't take this for granted. I pray that uh, as we consider this very important topic today, the Spirit, just as the Spirit, the Holy Spirit. Amen. And it's so vast that. We, we, we cannot fully understand all about him. Every day is new with him. So I pray that uh, God will help us to appreciate the dimension to which he wants to take us with this series. And uh, it's been a great week. How, much, how many of you watched the coronation yesterday? Hallelujah. It was great. Let's clap for Jesus. <laughs> that was awesome. That was awesome. You know, from the Christian point of view, I was just, I was proud being a Christian, you know, Christ being preached. I know there were believers and unbelievers, but the truth is that the declarations that were being made, you know, Christ was taking charge. Say, yes, this is a Christian nation. I mean, we must rejoice in that. Amen? God is good. And like Thomas asked us this morning, let's come to pray for the king and for those that are rule over us. Amen? So today we are considering a very important subject. I mean, is uh, the, the people of the spirit. The, I think Tom gave me present that preparation for their life for a move of the spirit, for a move of the spirit. So it, I was just I was just considering okay for the move of the spirit. I can I looked at it in the perspective that okay, as Christians, you're born again. If I to, to just lay a foundation, let's go to Acts, Acts chapter 19, verse 2. Let's start with that. Let's go to Acts chapter 19, verse 2. Not this one. Just open Acts chapter 19, verse 2. As I was just meditating on this, morning, we just say, okay, let's just lay some good foundations and just do a recap and uh, consider what you should have us uh, appreciate from this uh, talk. I want to look at some facts of the Holy Spirit. Amen. If, 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 if in Acts 19 verse 2, Paul was asking, there was, I mean, Paul was passing through the place in Ephesians. Can you, are you able to present that? Can somebody read if you are there, please? Let's just flow. Yeah. It, it, it was a question there. You know, Paul was in that, in that little town of, in Ephesians. That, he was asking this these were believers already. Amen? They were Christians already. So he, was, he asked them a question. He said, did you receive, it was an open question, did you receive the Holy Spirit since you believed? What was your response? See that? The answer, he said, they, they, they had no clue of what this great gift of God is. 
They were believers. They were Christians. They believed in Jesus. But they had no encounter. They've not had this experience of the Holy Spirit. So just looking at it like it's like you 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 invited to a buffet. How many of you have been to a buffet before? You know, there is this sometimes you go to a restaurant and say all, all inclusive, right? <laughs> you know? My I'll tell you my first experience of that was in the Caribbean. I went was in this resort. I went there. I never knew everything is already paid for. So I just went to the table. I just focused on the tuna and the, you know. So I said, okay, it's all inclusive. So I had a choice to go from this to this to this. Am I communicating? So what I was going to say is that there is a package in God. God has given us a full package in the Holy Spirit. But sometimes as believers, we just, okay. The fact that you're not, maybe you're not manifesting the fullness of the Spirit does not make you a lesser Christian. But it deprives, deprives you of benefits. Amen? As we'll be looking at. There are many things that goes with that. Yeah, I'm not. I'm believing God that if maybe we have to arrange another sermon. We are saying that there are many people that need to receive even with evidence of speaking in tongues. Amen. God wants us to be full of power. God wants us not just to be Christians. I was looking at the great revival, the West revival. I started from prayers in 1903, 1904, from West ways spread around the world. I was reading about the Azusa Street Revival in, in Los Angeles, California. This guy was his name, I think, uh, William Jasmore. J- J- he was 34 years old. In fact, the church where he went to, he was invited to preach in the church. They locked him out after the first sermon because they didn't want to believe in that doctrine of the Spirit. Then he went to the street. From there, fire broke out. That lasted for about 11 years and spread across the 20th century revival. So the, the place of the Holy Spirit cannot be overemphasized. Even as believers, we need the Holy Spirit. Amen? We need you and I need the Holy Spirit. Sometimes we are down, we're in the valley. Sometimes situations of life, the pressures of life are just buttressed against our lives, our, 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 our relationships, our jobs. We need that empowerment. That comes from the inside. Amen? The Bible said there is a spirit in man. He said the inspiration of the Almighty giveth them understanding. So let's quickly look at that place in Acts of Apostles. We'll just quickly look at what we're doing to this morning. We'll look at a few scriptures. Then there is three keys. That was laid down for nature of you knowing the Holy Spirit, receiving the Holy Spirit. The three major keys we're going to consider today on how to, how do we retain, how do we buttress, how do we maximize. This free gift God has given us to us. I talked about the atmosphere, the, talking about the obedience, talking about we're going to go through those three keys. It's going to be a very short sermon. I mean, a short talk, but I want uh, I pray by the Spirit of God we, we, we get something out of it. He said, when the day of Pentecost at fully, can we read it together, please? And suddenly, it's
Amen. I don't first believe in speaking in tongues here. Some believers don't see believe in speaking in tongues. What are you talking about? <laughs> Praise the Lord. You see, God can give you that power. But what's it? He that speaketh in an unknown tongues. He says, speaketh not unto men. He says, speaketh unto God. He says, speaketh mysteries in the spirit. Paul was saying, I pray in your most innermost faith. There's a place you wake up, sometimes you don't even know what to pray. Let's begin to help you. You just begin to pray. Pray in tongues. Pray, pray, pray. And you see, inspiration begin to come. Directions begin to come. So that was the first experience of the, if you if you go to our study, if you look at John, John account of the Holy Spirit was after Jesus left, he just said, he gave them all trance. But if you look at Luke and Acts, disciples waited 50 days. They said, tarry in Jerusalem until the Holy Spirit came. On that day, we call Pentecost. And this Holy Spirit experience has continued over centuries, over the years. I've mentioned the West Revival, the Azusa Street, so many things happening. But this comes from that place of earnest desire, place of praying, place of unity. So we're going to be looking at it from a personal point of view and even from a corporate point of view as a church. How do we maximize? How do we get this, 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 this free gift that has been given to us by God? But like I said earlier, you can be a Christian for 30 years, 50 years, pastoring. Just like I went to the buffet, uh, Later, I said, oh, I wish I knew I should have gone to the stake. Oh, I should have gone to, oh, I didn't explore. Oh, I didn't go to, oh, I didn't even take the desert. Because I stopped in one place. I thought that is just all. You see? There is so much low debt in God that can be unveiled to us by the Spirit. But if we decide to stay in one place, this is how it is done. Yeah, you see, the, the, I was saying to myself, the difference between the Holy Spirit and demon spirit is that. Holy Spirit is a gentle spirit. Holy Spirit does not force the victim. Holy Spirit, it requires your submission. He wants you to allow, just allow him. He said, come unto me, all you that labor and heavy laden. He said, I will give you rest. You shall find rest for your soul. But the thing about demons, demon spirit, lord over their victims. They take charge. That is another, another topic for another day. Praise the Lord. <laughs> so you see, the spirit came on them, and you see manifestations. Which one is this? Okay, look at that. If you love me, let's look at this place in John 14. I love this place as well. Talking about the advocacy of the spirit of God, being a helper. If you love me, keep my commandment. I will pray the Father, I will give you another helper. That he may abide with you for, this is just for today, forever. Let's read between the lines. It's not just say, as a believer, believe in Jesus. He's abiding with us forever. When you're going through that pains, when the job challenge is coming, when there's no financial struggles, he's there. But do we engage him? We need to consciously engage him. That's what I'm saying. What a friend we have in Jesus. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayers by the Holy Spirit. Amen. What a friend we have in Jesus. Oh, what gifts we are from there. 
What a privilege. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain. Oh, what needless pains we bear. All because we do not carry. All because we do not carry. Everything to God in prayer. Clap for me. Am I a good chorister? <laughs> Praise the Lord. You see, you see, that, you see, all what needless pains we bear. Something we just, we just in our own world, the pressures of life, in times of despondency, we don't want issues be confront us, but we have a spirit that says we abide with you forever. See the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, the world cannot receive because they don't believe in him, because it is it it, it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him. He dwells with you, and he will be with you. He said, I will not leave you what? As orphans. Look at that promise. I will come to you. That is the word of God. That is the privilege we have of the spirit of God. He said, I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. He said, call upon me in the day of trouble. He said, I will deliver you. If I read the prayer, he said, before we pray, he answers. He said, while we are here speaking, he hears us. These are the promises of God that are yea and amen. But we need to maximize it as Christians. We cannot just be dormant and say, okay, as it is, there's a sense, as it is, so ever shall it be. No, no. The Holy Spirit is alive, is active. It's not just a force. It's not just a wind. It's not just a sound. It's a person. I don't know if you agree with that fact. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. I want to remember, it's a free gift to as many that desire it. Yes, it can come by laying on our hands. It can come from desire. Time we fail me to show you some scriptures. Paul said, as Paul was preaching, the Spirit came on them. Even the uncircumcised, they received because they believe, they open up their hearts. So they will say, oh, what? This people can say also receive. The Jews that were circumcised were amazed. Say, God is the God of all. As of apostle. So we are in a dispensation of the Holy Spirit. So believers that are not engaging the Holy Spirit, they are shortchanging themselves. I don't know if that English is correct. Short, no, we shortchange. <laughs> we are in a dispensation of the Holy Spirit. So if you are a believer that is not actively engaging the Holy Spirit, you are like shortchanging yourself. I mean, you are, you are, you are, you are, you are, you are just depriving yourself. You know, you have so many, so much money in your bank account. You, you go to the shop, there are some nice things you want to get, and you just say, I can't afford it. I can't afford it. Not knowing that there is a law of inheritance there. I pray God will open our eyes in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's go to the next scripture quickly. He said, flee sexual immorality, seeing that a man does, is outside his body, but he who commits sexual immorality, sins against his own body. Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit? Who is in you? 
who you are from God, and you are not your own, for you were bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Amen. That was a call for holiness, a call for conscious living. Amen. In righteousness. The Bible says God is a spirit. They that worship must worship him in truth and in spirit. Praise God. Let's run to the next slide because of time. I will quickly run now. He said, I was have to say, how can we maintain and keep the Holy Spirit? As believers now, maybe you've received the Holy Spirit. How do we maintain this, this spirit, Holy Spirit we are talking about? I mean, it calls for a, go, a call for a deeper work with him. Amen. It calls for a, a conscious effort in being alert in him. In being alive in him. Leviticus 6, 13 was saying something. I think Leviticus 6, chapter 6, verse 13. He said, the fire upon the altar, he said, shall ever be burning. He said, it shall not go out. He said, morning by morning, he said, the priest should put the right wood. Leviticus 6, 13. So there is that continuity in God. As a believer, as a child of God that is born again, I believe in Jesus. God wants us to keep the fire burning. Tell your neighbor, keep the fire burning. Turn to your next neighbor. Say, keep the fire burning. John, keep the fire burning. Amen. Give me all my lamb. Keep me burning. He's in the spirit. Give me all my lamb. I pray. Jesus. Give me all my lamb. Keep me burning. Keep me burning. Sing Hosanna. Sing. Some people cannot even sing. Sing Hosanna to the King of Kings. Sing Hosanna. Sing Hosanna to the King. She's the choir. <laughs> Amen. Give me oil, keep me burning. See, that's the joy in the Holy Ghost. Righteousness, peace, and joy. Those are the sign tests of the Holy Spirit. Like, you know, the sign we know what called litmus test. If you have those three, righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost, that's confirming God's Spirit in you. Amen. Righteousness, peace, and joy. See, keep the fire burning. Keep the fire burning. You know what? Let's quickly run through. What the devil wants sometimes, let's look at. I, I looked at the, I quickly outlined these three keys. The talk is completed with these three keys. Say, atmosphere, broken, and obedience. Amen. As a child of God, do maintain this fire. Keep on going in him. But the enemy, he said, the Bible says, he said, the joy of the Lord. I think Nehemiah 810b said, the joy of the Lord is your strength. So, what the devil does sometimes to steal that joy? That joy in you. So you just begin to be depressed. Nothing is happening. Oh. But the Holy Spirit is there to help us. Everybody say, what a friend we have in Jesus. We sang that hymn earlier. We don't want to sing it, guys. We keep singing. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> yes. So let's start with the first one, atmosphere. We'll run through that now. I've got about 15 minutes. Atmosphere. The, the, creating the, atm- the right atmosphere matters a lot to you maximizing the Holy Spirit. Amen. 
John 4, 24 says, says, God is a spirit. He said, they that worship him must worship him in truth and in spirit. Amen. Keep the atmosphere around you, the right atmosphere. Atmosphere of worship. Of, 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 you just maintain his presence. You know, I was watching the correlation yesterday. Even though, yes, the word word being broadcast around the world, you can see when they secluded the king and the the Zedok, the priest, you can see when he made the king, you can see that when Saul was turned to another man, you can see his face. There is power in anointing. There is power in the presence of God. But also in the presence of God, there is fullness of joy. That's why the enemy most wants to steal your joy. Tell somebody, let no devil steal your joy. Be bold. Listen, listen, you are a prophet with your next door neighbor. Say, let no devil steal your joy. Let no devil steal your joy, darling. <laughs> Amen. God is, you see, you see, you see in, in the presence of God, there is liberty. When I talk, I want to be free. Amen. That's a sign of the spirit. The ministry of God is not restrictive, it's a, it's a spirit of liberty. Amen. Because I said, let's go to the next one. Okay, the next one was like gratitude. We spoke about worship. The next one is gratitude. It creates it. Some of us are so unthankful. And sometimes that's what the devil wants. I didn't get paid. He just wants you to be grumbling. He wants you to complain. And as we complain, we attract demons. Then you don't see the clarity. But if you are thankful, if you are thankful, even for little things, I wake up in the morning, Father, I thank you, I woke up today. There are many that sleep, they cannot wake up. I was, I was managing a patient, he said, it was more like 50 tablets to sleep. Hey, doctor, increase the dose. Hey, said, I call and say, God, to pray for her. There are people going through struggles. Sometimes what we think is our problem is list of other people's problems. A grateful heart. The Holy Spirit works with a grateful heart. Let's be thankful. Let's appreciate him. Say in all things, give thanks. Let's go to the next one because of time, please. Let's just run through. Joy. I mentioned in my 10B earlier, I said the joy of the Lord is our strength. That was I said, rejoice and again I say rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always. She's tempting me again now. She's tempting me again. I won't fall there. <laughs> Amen. And again I say rejoice. You see, you see, it's, it's, this thing looks so small and insignificant, but it is, these are vital keys that keep the Holy Spirit relevant in our lives. So we can freely engage him in the affairs of life. Enemy comes to steal your joy. Ah, the pain is there. No. Let's go to the next one. Sacrifice. Don't know. Sacrifice of praise. I love that song. We bring the sacrifice of praise. To the... Oh, God. <laughs> oh, yeah. We bring the sacrifice of praise into the heart. Of the Lord, as we offer, as we offer unto. Hey, my time is gone. Amen. <laughs> ah, give it. 
as we offer unto thee the sacrifices. You know, I was just meditating. Do you know when a praise becomes a sacrifice? You know, you know when you go through some circumstances that is so unpleasant. You have got pain in your body. This back pain refused to go. Then that you see, come and say, Sir God, I praise you. I thank you. You are praising God. The devil is mad. And the Holy Spirit is empowered in your life. Because a sacrifice is that that is not easy. You are still doing it. Look at David in First Samuel chapter 30. But we say David entire the whole the, the, the family were taken. It was Ziggler, they conquered them. Then David said, Go. He said, Get me the airport. He asked for the airport. Musician came. When the word came, say pursue, overtake. He pursued them and he overtook. And he recovered all. Amen. So that's the place of sacrifice. Most of when you don't feel like praising God, praise him more. When you don't feel like praising God, it's a trick of the devil. Praise him the more. You see, that demon will run away. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. So this, this can be in diverse, it can be Sometimes you can be driving. I'm talking about atmosphere now. You can be in the plane. You can be in your home, your quiet place. You have a quiet place. You can be in the toilet. In the God speaks to me in the toilet. I don't know if he speaks to you in the toilet. <laughs> in the bedroom. Just let, 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 let the line be open. God is not the God that you call say, I'm busy. Call back next time. You know when he calls a number? Okay, that one. No. Once you are in tune, he speaks. So that one we must maintain that fire. Like I said, Leviticus 6, 13. The fire must be burning. You come back to your worshiping him. He will speak to you concerning your child, concerning this issue, concerning that. Direction will come. Then we begin to maximize these benefits. The Lord will help us. So the next key, let's go to the next one. So that, oh, thank you for that, Tom. The next one is brokenness. Time will fail me to talk more on this. But we say a broken and a contrite spirit, the Lord will not reprove. He said, by people who are called by and they shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked. We say, I will hear from heaven. I will forgive them their sin and I will heal the land. Amen. God wants us to be broken. God wants us to repent. I say, repentance is not just a thing that maybe after I gave my life to God. Repentance, should, in fact, it should be a conscious thing we do on a daily basis. Because if you have your spirit, it prompts you. Amen? The other day, my little girl was doing something, and I think I, was, I just I rebuked her. The Spirit told me, go and apologize to her. I don't know if you come, it's a deep, different levels of, you know, there are some things that the Holy Spirit wants you to do because you work with him. It might not be convenient for you. Maybe in the office, somebody is not even greeting you. The natural man will say, ignore him. What do well, the Spirit say, go and greet that person. Or you, you know, that is the Spirit of God. We have to let him. We have to let go. Go to the next slide because of time. Go, is it, is it, if you if, if repent and turn to God so that your sins may be wiped out and the times of refreshing shall come. I want to tell you about repentance is that as we confess our sins, as we, as, we, as we relate to God at that level, your spirit is empowered in our lives. Amen. Let's go to the next one because of time. Next slide. The place of reflection. Brokenness is always a place of reflection. 
You know, sometimes you just like, oh God, I've, I've done this. Have mercy on me. So this means you're looking for that place of sincerity. Amen. We cannot deceive God. We can't deceive. Listen, we can, me, I can deceive myself. I can try to deceive others. But we cannot deceive God. Amen. There are things we might pretend and just pretend, I mean, face value. We camouflage. But Holy Spirit is all-knowing. The Alpha, the Omega. So when we broke one, we open up to him, he's always there to fellowship with us at the very point of our need. But when he came to himself, look at that place in Prodigal Son. We know the story a lot. He came to himself. Amen. Maybe there are some habits in our life. There are some way of life. He just said, no, this is not right. I shouldn't be talking to my children this way. I shouldn't be talking to my husband this way. I shouldn't be talking to my wife this way. I shouldn't be doing this. The Holy Spirit is not happy with me doing this. My body is his temple. I should be playing with pornography. You know, this, when you come to that reflection, that sees a willingness for you to change. Amen? It's a godliness with repentance. It brings a bad deliverance. Then you see you'll be free from that. But when you not really have a sober reflection, I, I mean, I love, I, I'll not be able to, I love the prison ministry. I used to go to prison. When you see people, you see, you know, there's people, they convict. They convict. They, they don't even have, they don't have any regret. They are not remorseful. But though some people, you not, not meet them in prison, they not come back to themselves. Maybe you speak, they not repent totally. But the place of reflection from a Christian point of view cannot be emphasized. We need to do this on a daily basis. Reflection. Recently, I've been so busy. I'm working, working. My Bible study because, because I go schedule some telephone. I'm working. Click on the coming click a shift here. I said, God, I'm not studying the Bible the way I should be studying the Bible enough. Isn't it? I'm not. God help me. God help me. The Holy Spirit empowered me. He gave me a new strategy. Amen. What we, sometimes we have to come to our, just sit back and say, Holy Spirit, what will you have me do in this matter? What? He's, like I said, he's a person. He's not just a force. He's somebody you can discuss with. Just have tea with the Holy Spirit. A cup of coffee. Just sit down. Let's be sit down. Let's have coffee. Just talk to him. We read earlier, I said, he abides with you forever. He's there. It only takes you to recognize him. If you don't, that way if you are here, you have not received the gift of the Holy Spirit. You are missing a lot. That's why I made the illustration of that buffet. I made the of that having a... I remember the first time I went to a Chinese restaurant. Or eat as you like. If you don't know, you don't know. The Lord will help us. Okay. Confession. This cannot be overemphasized. Confess your sins. There will be forgiveness. You know, the Holy Spirit loves confession. It's not like... like I remember those days in the Catholic Church, you go and confess before a father and all that. You see... That place of habitual confession, just you, something comes, brings an issue to your heart that you feel, you feel maybe you, you feel like you, you grieve the battle. I mean, it's, you feel guilty about confess before him. Oh, you asked me to pray for one hour. I pray for 30 minutes. Lord, have mercy on me. No, you asked me to visit this brother, visit that sister. I have not done, have mercy on me. You know, that confession, God did you, he empowers you for the next level. And the good thing is that he's a good spirit. He's a lovely father. 
he will not leave you nor forsake you. Look at that prodigal son, even when he came back. In fact, before he came, I mean, if you look at the story of the prodigal son, while he was yet, the Bible said the father saw him afar off, and he was ready to embrace with an open arm. That is how it is with our work with God. So no matter what area we are derailing or we are having challenges, if we are willing, because he said, if you are willing and obedient, he said, you will eat the good of the land. So we, he is willing to always embrace us. It's only when we become stubborn, we become reprobate, we don't want to give, eat. He said, okay, leave them. Like I said, it's a gentle spirit. It's a gentle spirit. The Holy Spirit is a gentle spirit. It doesn't force anybody. The Lord will help us. Let's, let's quickly move on to the last, the, the, the obedience. Amen. I love this. Because of time, I'm quickly tied this up. This is, a, this is the third one. We mentioned atmosphere. Okay, the right atmosphere. We also mentioned the place of brokenness to maximize the Holy Spirit. The place of being broken. We mentioned those. I mean, if you are taking notes, just take those notes. But the last one is obedience. Amen. How do we maximize the Holy Spirit? You see, this we're looking for obedience as a child of God. So for God, for this God is our God forever, ever, he will be our guide even unto death. You know, the, 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 this asset of God cannot be overemphasized. The fact that you have a father that is willing to guide you unto death. You know, you can only, I don't know if you, I mean, those of you, you've seen a guide dog. He guides you. He said, not just for a time. He said, the, the emphasis I'm going to make even in this talk is the fact that his provision for us is not limited. It's limitless. Amen? It's if, if only we can embrace and accept it. But if we don't, we can operate at that level. He will not force you. you can be there for 10 years, for 20 years. It goes as it is. But if you embrace him, he said, he will show you great and mighty things you don't know. The other scripture in Psalm 32 was talking about Psalm 32 verse 8. It was talking about instructing and teaching. He said, I will instruct thee. I will teach thee in the way thou shalt go. I will guide thee with my eyes. Amen. So, but it is that we, that we don't obey. Very soon in this series, there will be teaching on givings. There will be teaching on all that. Sometimes God will tell you, okay, give. We just did something about DTI now. Let's be my to somebody, give 100 quid. 100 quid, I don't know. 100 quid. I'll give 10. No, God can give specific instructions. Visit this family. Pray for this brother. Pray for that sister you didn't see in church today. Those are things that activate your spirit works in our lives. Pick your phone. Call brother A. Call sister B. Those are instructions. Call sister A. Those are definite instructions that we begin to communicate. And one thing I realized in about work with God is that when you work with the Holy Spirit, when you obey him in one, he opens more doors for you. When you open him in two, he opens three doors for you. It's in, in geometric progression. Amen? He said when in, you'll be amazed that God will start using you. But if he tells you this, you refuse to do it. It's a gentle, it will not, like I said, it's a gentle spirit. It will not force you. You repent again. Say, okay. He tells you again, you refuse to do it. Okay, go on. But at the end of the day, we'll be struggling in that valley. 
It's almost the who told you to stop. Stretch forth your rod. Move on. Move on. And when you move, the, the, the dimensions of God is so limited that the Bible says, eyes have not seen. He said, ears have not heard. He said, neither has it come into the heart of men. What God has prepared for them that love him. But God wants us to be submissive. God wants us to be obedient. Even when it is not convenient. God wants us to go beyond our ways. To leave our comfort zone most times. Invite his brother for lunch. Invite his sister for lunch. Why not give this for this glory? Someone will just say, no, if it is good, it is God. Amen? If it is good, one thing about this spirit is people say, God's spirit will bear witness with our spirit. One of the good signs you know that this spirit speaks to you is that you feel peace. You feel peace. That's why I say, say righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. When you obey the instruction, you feel peace. It does not compel you. So please, instruction matters. Say, trust in the Lord with all your heart. I think Proverbs chapter 3 now. What does he say? Lean not on your own understanding. He said, in all thy ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. God wants us to consciously acknowledge him. I'm driving to Birmingham. Holy Spirit, help me. There are crazy people on the motorway. Hello? Let's not become too self-sufficient. It's a free gift which you must which you use it. If you go to that buffet, you don't eat, that does not mean they will throw away the leftovers. It was meant for you to be eaten, but you refuse to eat it. You threw it away. It's freely given to us. Engage him. Tell somebody, engage the Holy Ghost. Ma, engage the Holy Ghost. Amen. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Responding to his voice. Let's go to the last slide. So I'll just tie up. My time is gone. gone Say the endless expectations of the right of the creation are waiting the manifestations of the sons of God. This can, these things cannot be overemphasized. There's so much in us as Christians. God also wants us to manifest his power. Manifest his love. He said, and these signs shall follow. We accomplish those who believe. Mark 16, 17 to 18. He said, in my name, they will drive out devils. They will speak in new tongues. They will pick up snakes in their hands. And when they drink deadly poison, it will not hurt them at all. At all I love that, at all. And they will place their hands on the sick and they what? They will recover. This is not for special people like Pastor Tom. Hello? Or Victor preaching or some men of God. You can do it. Tell us, I say, I can do it. So that is the power we have in God. But we need to exercise this by the Spirit of God. That's why I said earlier, if you have not received the Holy Spirit, you cannot even speak in tongue, you are missing a lot. It does not make you a lesser Christian, but you are missing a lot. Because it's a full package. We need to engage him consciously. Because he wants to guide us. He wants to be our advocate. He wants to be our counselor. He wants to be our healer. He wants to be our historian. But sometimes we just put him in the corner. You know, he boxed up. And there's much he can do. Look at Samson. Samson during his last days. 
comes to die. He said he missed it and all that, but he confessed his sin. He became, he said, Oh God, for this last time, show your power. God opened. They took, you know, you, you remember the story of Samson? Pluck off his eyes. I don't want to go that there's no time. But you could see the exploit. The Bible says, Samson slaughter triple more the Philistines than he did in his lifetime in one day. Because the power came. I pray God will give us power. I pray God will give us power in the name of Jesus Christ. So we'll bring this talk to a close now. I don't know if, 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 Father, we thank you. Let's just pray. Let's just pray. Let's just pray. Pray in tongues. You can pray in tongues right now. Pray in tongues because the Holy Spirit is here. You cannot talk about it without him being there. He is there in our midst to do us good. The entrance of the world. He said, give it light. He said, bring it understanding to the simple. Holy Spirit will welcome you in this place. I pray, Lord, you begin to move us as a church, as individuals, to the next level of our work with you. Oh, God, that we don't limit you anymore. We will submit to you. We begin to manifest according to your word. He said, the entire creation, they are waiting for the manifestations of the sons of God. Holy Spirit, help us to be strong in you and in the power of your might. Father, I pray for your church. Oh, God, the Nevian will go from glory to glory in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. For in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Well, thanks so much for listening to this teaching from Nain Valley Vineyard. We pray it blesses you and produces good fruit in you. If we can connect to you or help you engage with our community, we'd love to hear from you. You can contact us via our website, which is nainvalley.church.